Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of that podcast. This is going to be part two of our two-part series. So if you haven't yet, go listen to the first part. Yes, go back to episode 132. We'll wait. Did you actually check to see what number it'd be so you got that right? I did not. Maybe I'll do that right now. Because <laughs> I'm like, you're sending people to watch it, not even like this is one. Yeah, yeah. This uh, this is this is uh, going to be 133 right now that we're talking about. There we okay. go. Yeah. All so right. go back, okay. uh, go back, check out episode 132 because we talked about um, why what did we talk about why ch- why, why church. church? Why church? Why atonement? Yeah, why? The, you, the, you had uh, you had seven, the top seven answers on the board, and you went through six of them. Yeah, why Why is it important to go to church? And this mm-hmm. comes from Christianity.com. The first one is that the church is God's idea, and mm-hmm. the church is his plan for this age. So why go to church? Because God says go to church. Good answer. Um, number two, God's word instructs us to be involved in the church. So it's not just go to church on a Sunday, but be part of the church because the church is more than the building, right? Mm-hmm. Number three, the church is where God's people are taught God's word so they can grow spiritually. So mm-hmm. you're going to grow. You're going to, just like a little child becomes big. Mm-hmm. Um, church is not a sprint. It's a it's a marathon. It's, a, yeah. it's a, for life. Yes. And you grow um, deeper in faith. Mm-hmm. Number four, the church is God's avenue for believers to utilize their spiritual gifts. You have a purpose, and you have been equipped with all kinds of tools to fulfill that purpose. And it's in church that you get an opportunity to be trained up to use those Mm -hmm. gifts and to discover what they are. Number five, God's people connect with other believers in the church. Uh, It's all about the people. Mm -hmm. Remember that old uh, hand thing? Here's the church. Here's the steeple. Open the doors and see all the people. Yep, that was my first ever children's message because that's the one you told me to do. Yes, true. <laughs> yes, and the truth is, the people are the church. It's not the building. Yeah. That's actually wrong. This is the church. That's wrong. It's uh, this is the the building. Mm-hmm. There's that steeple. Open the doors and see the church people. Mm-hmm. Yep. So was that the children's lesson you did? Uh huh. Cool. Yeah. Well, and it was really good because then he handed out Smarties afterwards. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that was, that's the best that was part. back in the <laughs> back in the Smarties days. Smarties days. Yeah. Uh, number six, the church is God's outlet for outreach and evangelism. How do other people find out about Jesus? It's the job of the church to tell them, "Hey, Jesus loves you." Mm-hmm. And that brings us to number seven. Do yes. You got a drum roll for number seven. Let's hear that drum roll. We didn't please. play that at all. Number seven is what, uh, if you heard the first message on Rally Day, number seven is the answer of what the great adventure is. What Ah. is the great adventure? It's following Jesus. And God designed his church to fulfill the great command or the great commission. Basically, everyone is called into this to make disciples, to make followers of Jesus. And the job of every Christian is the, the great adventure in life is to follow Jesus. And it comes in all kinds of amazing ways. Cool. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. On top of that, I'll add one more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there are three, three, three. How do you do that, Ryan? Three. 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 There are... Um, one. <laughs> I did something that, that seems like, like, if I asked you, you know what an adventure is. You all know what an adventure is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I had to look it up because I, I wanted to be official about this. Oh, and you not wanted just, the, you know, the dictionary definition yes. of adventure. Yes. You know how Paul said, used to say that uh, 
awesome has been watered down by people. I would say adventurous because I'm probably the worst for like, oh, I'm going to go on an adventure and I'm going to Target. Yeah. <laughs> but that's an adventure it, though. It, well, it could be. Could well, be. let me, let me Depends share with you how an adventure happens. So there are three things that make an adventure. The first one is it's something that's worth talking about. Okay. Okay. Think about that for a minute. Could be yep. worth Check. talking about. Could be yep. worth yep. talking about. <laughs> it, it is, it's, it's, uh, it's memory making. Okay. And you're so impacted by it. You want to tell others about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number two, it involves adversity or risk. Do you know another word for adversity? Misfortune. Okay. Does target qualify? Um, Have you ever gone to target without a list? Have you ever gone to target on black Friday? Oh, you grabbed that cart and you thought, Uh you know what? We'll just fill it up. It's fine. Yeah. We'll Well, worry about the the credit card statement later. All right. So we're two for two. (laughs) The final piece that makes an adventure an adventure is that it brings about personal growth. Ah, (laughs) I don't think you do your trip to target. Did you grow? (laughs) I mean, if I get shoes, I could grow. We're like, you could find a really life-changing... What about hairspray? You could make your hair Ooh. taller. Mm-hmm. And so one thing that I want to share, and again, I'm giving hints of the message that has already happened that I'm giving this Sunday. <laughs> um, it's like Groundhog Day again. <laughs> you know, we're, we have this certain theme with this certain action hero, but if you notice the words that I use, worth talking about, involves mm-hmm. adversity, personal growth, what do the first three letters spell? I didn't pay enough attention. Worth okay. involves personal. Whip? Whip. Work in progress. I was, I was clever there. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> the guy, you know, the guy with the hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the great adventure guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what is interesting about all three of these is that depending on how you perceive um, any situation that you're going into in life, all of these happen through the Christian life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can look at following Jesus as these three things. Uh, mm-hmm. Is talking about is is Jesus worth talking about because he saved your he saved you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is there risk involved? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and adversity, misfortune. The word that we often use for misfortune when we see things in the Bible and, and Peter talks about it is the word suffering. And he talks about suffering for the sake of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Suffering and adventure are actually synonyms mm. because suffering is to endure misfortune. Mm. Now, how you interact with that can be either as fear or this great psychological word called flow. Not flow the the insurance lady, no. But it, it's something different. When when we face adversity as Christians, so, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I was like, you'll, I'm stuck you'll on say, this. You'll say flow, but you won't say Indiana Jones. <laughs> I was oh, okay. So, I guess I can say. I was, I was trying to be sneaky. I was more so stuck on thinking of you know her like the progressive commercials right now with John Hamm. Yes. Like, yes. It's it's the end of life, and I get to the pearly gates, and there's flow. Like beforehand, be like, wait a minute, did you save on insurance? Did you bundle your oh my car? Sorry, you can't come in. Be terrible. 
So back to my point. <laughs> wow. Squirrel. <laughs> uh, when I love the progressive commercials. <laughs> Just I'm more of a fan of the Liberty Mutual with the emu. Liberty Biberty. All right. <laughs> I really like Geico Gecko. Oh, how much time do we have in these episodes? Uh, this is part two. So we got... didn't get to do the nonsense at the beginning. So Ooh. we got to pepper, pepper it in. Pepper it in. When you face adversity, you can respond with fear, which is, is, Primary. is yeah. a negative emotion. And it's, it's fear of suffering <laughs> that would limit you from sharing Jesus uh, following Jesus where he's leading you to because of of the adversity that can come to you. The other way to respond is a positive emotional state that's known as the flow state. Um, it is where engaging in the activity or the experience um, gives you heightened focus, um, enjoyment, and actually makes time uh, become relative. Um, it's what It's what sports people call being in the zone. And this is, this is what we mean by the great adventure, that following Jesus, when we enter into the, the discipleship that he gives us in following him, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of amazing things that can happen that we're going to be a part of um, that are worth talking about that will bring risk. Mm-hmm. I mean, following Jesus is not a safe thing, even in a place like the United States. Mm-hmm. But in other parts of the world, it's, it's life or death. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you grow. You, you grow as a person. Uh, the more you follow Jesus. That's why it's the great adventure. Okay. So, that's it. All right. Cool. All right. So at the beginning of part one of this two-part series, you asked why atonement? Yeah. Okay. So why atonement? Well, let's go around. Didn't Sarah already do hers? Yeah. Uh, they she, gave me a job and then I liked the people and it's kind of a theme for my life. I like the people. I don't really leave. That's, <laughs> that's a good that's why i still i'm still in fargo moorhead if i like the people i stay yep if i don't mm-hmm. like them i'm out of here yep gotta yeah, go but okay but you stayed connected it beyond just the people though i mean you're mm-hmm. here right now on your on your own time mm-hmm. to do this podcast well we're people too well, she really likes you too is <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you <laughs> crime and he says pretty soon is what did you say about the queen? Your skin suit is going to expire. I didn't say anything. That was that was in private. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, but you also do you do uh, uh, hosting on Sunday mornings. Okay, mm-hmm. because she likes the people, so yeah. she's here and now I, she's involved. All right. I, this isn't going to be a good answer, but it's kind of like, I think of volunteering, like I like to volunteer and it's also like, you know, I'm going to watch it anyway, or I'm going to go to church anyway. Might as well get there a little bit early and do that. Sure. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, it's kind of fun though, isn't it? Yeah. I get to interact with people and I get to talk with Amy beforehand. And, and at the same time, you are being a witness to Jesus that is more people have seen you than you realize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. More people know that you're a Christian than you realize because of the platform that we're able to use. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. It's a neat thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ryan? Oh, boy. Why atonement? How much time do we have? Well, don't worry. Uh, Mine's only going to take like two seconds. 19 minutes. <laughs> now 18. 
Okay, so I think I've told this story before, but it was probably like 125 episodes ago. So, mm-hmm. um, so we're due. Yeah. So we started coming to atonement when uh, Eli was three years old. Three. Three. <laughs> That's two times in one episode. <laughs> uh, two times too many. <laughs> so he was going to three and four-year-old uh, preschool, and we started bringing him here. Uh, quite frankly, because the program was cheaper than the church we were going to. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we brought him here, and then we're like, wow, these people are nice. And so then we started, he started being invited to to uh, birthday parties and things like that. And then we're like, well, let's, let's go to a, uh, let's, Let's go to a service one. So we'll see how this is. So we went to a tradition service, and one of the girls who was uh, in his preschool class saw him, and she's like, Eli! And we're like, wow, that's that's pretty cool. He's got friends, and, the, and her family was really nice. And so we're like, okay. And then we just, we got plugged in. We started going, we went to the new member classes, and then we got plugged into the audio-video team. And then, yeah, it's just been going ever since then yeah. because of the people. Now, now think of all the things that happened with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you heard about atonement because of a need that mm-hmm. you had, first mm-hmm. of all, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And then when you got here, you discovered friendly people that were inviting to you mm-hmm. and were, you know, um, what followed then is, is inclusion, mm-hmm. including you. Yep. In the life of the church. <clears throat> and so all of those things are the things that we talked about in the, the seven points. Mm-hmm. And I'd imagine like if you were hearing nothing but but clear um, heresy, you probably wouldn't have stuck <laughs> around so long. No, everything everything was really good. Everything was, was good about it. And it, it, it felt like we just wanted to be here. Like Haley, when I bring Haley here, I have a tough time getting her out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I, I get it. I I love that you're here. We got to go home. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got, I got one just like rent. that too. And yeah. When it gets my turn, I'll share a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then it's, and then it's, uh, uh, but Dana's still here, but I don't care because I'm not going to be. And unless Dana's, Dana's going to bring you Dana's home. I leave. will leave when she can. <laughs> so, yeah. Very good. I always leave before you. Well, evidently not all the time. Or or she doesn't want to risk that you may come back. I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm going to come back. <laughs> Do you want to share, Dana? Why atonement? You can go. Okay. Um, I'll go last because it's the shortest reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first reason, but there's more. So there's something. There's a lot to be said about atonement. Um in my opinion, atonement is acting the way that the church should. It's functioning the way that the church mm-hmm. should. Um, it, it holds dear and sacred the faith that we have in our Lord Jesus Christ. It is also uh, clearly Lutheran in its expression of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Both those are two things I like, but then outside of that, it this congregation as I have known it for twenty years has always been willing and open to express 
an invitation to everyone around them to mm-hmm. say, hey, we, we like you. You might be surprised, but not there's not a whole lot of churches that that do that. Yeah, There, there needs to be a whole lot more that do that. Um, my experience with atonement is, you know, visiting in high school or, or visiting here when I was in college is that as far as my experience with Lutheran churches go, that this place was really unique. Um, it's worship, it's people um, actively seeking to follow Jesus and actively seeking to be a warm and friendly and, and kind place where, where, you, where you're welcome mm-hmm. and they want to include you. <laughs> In my public uh, ministry... I've had multiple contacts with atonement. It's just, it's so weird when I think about when I started doing ministry 20 years ago and where I am now, that there was three different occasions prior to now where some workings of the Holy Spirit brought me to atonement to serve as a, as a public minister. Mm-hmm. Now, the first three times over 15 years, because it seemed to be every couple of years, um, the timing just wasn't right. It didn't. It, the Holy Spirit wasn't wasn't leading it. But the last time, it had to be the Holy Spirit because nothing else makes sense to me. And in coming here, what I have found is such a joy um, in doing in 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 relationship here mm-hmm. in in my own personal ministry, but also the kind of church that I would want for my family. Mm-hmm. And I've taken them all over the country to all kinds of different churches. But the the worship, the expectations that mm-hmm. are placed on people are not unspoken expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, we really do try to love God and love people. And on top of that, the content and the programs that come out of here are excellent. Yeah, and I think um, we're. It's not just talking about it either. Like I'm as we're sitting here at the table, there's an FMSC at, uh, uh, flyer sitting here. I mean, we're, we're going out and doing stuff, Mm -hmm. which service is such a huge thing, you know, going on mission trips. We were, we were to, uh, Kansas city and Alaska this year. We're going to do, we did FMSC this year again. We're going to do it again next Mm -hmm. year and, uh, hope to pack a whole lot of meals for a whole lot of people. And Mm -hmm. we, I mean, but I, but I would add that, you know, you can have a staff that that pushes and cajoles and motivates as much as possible to get people to go and be the hands and feet of Christ mm-hmm. in their community. Mm-hmm. The people here want to. Mm-hmm. It's it's so refreshing. Well, we well, wouldn't we wouldn't be able to do any of that. I mean the the <laughs> the uh, um, the mission trips are. It's just amazing <laughs> the the prayer and the financial support that we've gotten. Because the kids wanted to go, and the adults wanted to make sure that as many of them that could go could go. Yep. I think, too, that it's really a neat thing to see not only how much we as atonement are going out to the community, but how welcoming we are to the community coming in. I always, My favorite memory is from Spooktacular a few years ago. Um, I have a friend who her daughter was about a year old, and it's like, yeah, you know, you guys should come, but, you know, be prepared. It's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. And... I am a little bit of a, I tell some fishing stories, you know, I, it may have only been about (laughs) a little tadpole that I caught, but by the time I talked to seven more people, I caught the Loch Ness monster and it's in my basement. (laughs) And you know, my friends came and they're like, we thought you like, we thought you were just like talking up. No, this is like not only a great turnout of people, but it's just such a cool thing of all these people coming in and getting to 
be welcome, even though it's, you know, just for a fun event of, you know, spectacular. Well, we got plus we get things. to, we get to go on uh daytime TV and talk about it in it, chick- as a chicken and a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that's, that's kind of what I mean. It's, it's this refreshing attitude of, we don't take ourselves so seriously. We take the gospel mm-hmm. seriously. And that's, that's the identity of this church. It's not the staff. The staff is a reflection of, of, mm-hmm. of the people of God in this place. And, um, there's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there are places where where church and following Jesus is like fun is almost looked down upon or shunned. Um, but it, in, enjoyment is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And and if you enjoy something, it doesn't have to feel like, like work. It becomes an adventure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am just, this is a very unique place. Atonement is a very unique place, and the Spirit is doing amazing things here. And uh, I'm just glad that I get to be a part of it for a season. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dana? Why are you here, Dana? Dana desperately <laughs> needed a job. <laughs> <laughs> but it's even cool, like, you, I feel like it's fun to see the kids who are like, oh, Dana's here. Like, also, you know, I don't do that on purpose. I know, but you just kind of become the like. How? Someone explain to me how. <laughs> I can tell you exactly you how. You have some gifts. Yep. Well, there, there's that. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you a story about this cat that I own. This, this cat understands that I don't like this cat. He knows that I can't stand him. So because of that, he wants to be right at my hip on either side when I watch television because he knows eventually I'm going to make this guy crack. <laughs> and that's what these children do to you, oh, Dana. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. They're just hoping they can wear me down. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Is Dana here? I don't know. <laughs> Go look. Check yeah. Her. It's not like they don't know where my office is. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. So, mm-hmm. well, and when Dana's around, there's a chance, a chance <laughs> they they might get on camera. That's true, because she's often. The, but the ones that are the ones that are chasing her around don't want to be on camera. True. Yeah. Well, that depends. There are two that love it and mm-hmm. follow me around because I'll take photos. Yep. <laughs> and then there are the others that just like, camera <laughs> want to bother me. Yep. That's a spiritual gift. That want to bother me. <laughs> yep. So I don't understand it. Um. So uh, now atonement is all my kids have known. Mm-hmm. They haven't known anything else. I mean, neither one of them was baptized here, but they were they were too young to to remember going to a different church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But your kids remember going to probably several different churches. Yeah. They, um, the, the church that they first experienced was in Annandale, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That was my first uh, public call after being ordained a pastor. And that church was similar to atonement. It had the same type feel, um, had, had about the same number of, of worshipers, a lot of similarities. Um, from there, we, moved to Pennsylvania, and that church was very different for them in that it was a smaller church, but it was also a much more traditional um, in worship, 
um, type church. Okay. Whereas the one I was at prior was more like atonement. We had we had modern and we had a traditional worship format and also a real sense of wanting to go out into the community. Mm-hmm. The church in Pennsylvania um, was having a bit of a, a a sense of who are we mm-hmm. and how do we get people to know who we are, and that was a that was a bit of a struggle of figuring out. How do we go beyond these walls and reach out to the rest of the community that we're around? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the worship was was very different, and I think there were more expectations that you needed to um, look a certain way, dress a certain way, act a certain way uh, when you're in this place. Okay. Uh, when I went down south, that church also was um, was. It was a, a mid-sized church. It was it was a little bit smaller than Atonement, um, but it was very family-based mm-hmm. um, and very traditional. Okay, very traditional and very very connected to Southern tradition of expectations of what church looks like. Like my wife, Melissa, um, I think some folks looked at her as the first lady of the church, <laughs> and she needed to be wearing a big hat or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there there was there was a pomp and circumstance to that church where there there is a correct way and a wrong way mm. to do everything, mm-hmm. and not a whole lot of flexibility in that. I think sure. I think I kind of uh, blew their mind that I stepped away from the pulpit and never went in at once for five years. I would just walk around okay. and preach, and they liked that because I kept their head awake. They're on a <laughs> yeah. swivel. Where's he going? Yeah. What's he doing? Yeah. Um, they called me their free range pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but at the same time, really family oriented, um, and, and like to do fun things, Mm -hmm. but it was, it, it, but they weren't really open to new things. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I think atonement has a very real freedom of saying, we'll try pretty much anything to share the gospel short of, you know, sinning. Um, but those are strategy and if they don't work, we can change them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a freeing thing. Some churches aren't like that because this is how we've always done it. Yeah. And, this is, I, and keep in mind, the last two churches that I served before this one, one was call, um, founded in 1876. Okay. And so its name was Centennial. Oh, wow. Because it was founded on the centennial sure. of the United States. Yeah. In, in the heart of democracy in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Philadelphia area. And um, the church I served before coming here in the South was founded in 1830. Wow. So. Real new places. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, a deep, deep roots of this is mm-hmm. how we've always done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you've been around for over 100 years, it's like, well, they've been working for us. So yeah. let's just yeah. keep doing them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for my kids to start, or at least for the girls, Dylan doesn't know anything but but here and, and – um, the church in the South, mm-hmm. uh, to go and experience all these different places, they come here and they love it. Mm-hmm. They love it. All my kids yeah. tell me that, that yeah. they just love atonement. Mm-hmm. And this is the type of church that I would want them to feel comfortable in. Well, I, I know my kids, especially Haley, uh, feels so much like this is her home that I'll have to say, Haley, you can't wear that. You're going to church. <laughs> well, who cares? 
It's I a, do. It's a, a, <laughs> a black hoodie, and, like, she looks like a little emo queen coming into the, like, come on. You can't, you got your hood up, and, but uh, she, I mean, she feels like she can, and nobody, nobody ever makes her feel like she can't. Right, and I have, mm-hmm. I have one that's similar to that. Yeah. The things that Reese likes to wear is, is, she'll put on a hoodie with the yeah. best of them, and. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of that and, and that's the way it should be. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the early church, I don't think Peter was like, John, (laughs) that, uh, that robe you're wearing, that that tunic (laughs) isn't going to do it. Put on some sandals. Yeah. What's with all the bare feet? (laughs) Well, did you hear, cause bio girls self-defense started. Did you hear them come into the ark? Mm -mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually. All of a sudden one little one walks in. She's like. This is a church. They have a rock wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then she turned and saw the stage with all the instruments because the band's going to practice. She's like, this is so weird. <laughs> rock walls and rock and roll. Yeah. yeah. Just imagine if they were here for atonement slam. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Mind boggling. <laughs> How can they have it? Yeah. But I, I think that's I, it, that was that was fun and that was way outside the box. But mm-hmm. that's that's also something that we'll we'll do here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no one was like, you can't host wrestling. No, and and we saw. I'm serious when I say that half of the people who were here, I didn't had never seen before right. in my life. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Last night we had just talking about bio girl self defense. We had forty girls with their their parents mm-hmm. uh, here, and I would say of those forty, I can I could count maybe two that are already part of atonement. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know two, and then I know, I recognized a few that did running in the spring, but otherwise, yeah. like, actual, like, their family comes to church here. I was like, mm-hmm. you, and I think you. Yeah, yeah. We have That's a lot really of, cool. we have a lot of really neat kid programs. And there's like 40 of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're coming out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. But that's that's what I'm talking about a, a willingness to to be that and do that and at the same time like trunk or treat or uh, the Easter egg scramble mm-hmm. um, there's no, what are we Even calling the that thing Easter egg scramble <laughs> spectacular yeah. the we used to do a Christmas program during like middle of the week and it was like hey come on out and do a craft and eat some cookies. And the arc would literally be like, we'd be pulling chairs from places. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. do we have any more in, I don't know, the backyard that we can find? Can you bring your own? <laughs> it was so, and it's like a Wednesday night. And yeah. People just knew that it was a fun, warm, welcoming place that they could come and do this with their families. And that yeah. was really cool. Well, yeah. and it's not it's not heavy handed for people who come in. As, nope. you're like, oh, you're in the door. Let's get you signed up for this, this, this. Yeah, yeah. it's not like, let us no, just no. push this on you because yeah. you yeah. made the mistake mm-hmm. of walking. You accidentally walked in the wrong door. Uh, are you, a, <laughs> are you a member? No. Would you like to become one? <laughs> right. Well, Fill I like, out this form with your information. <laughs> yep. Give me your blood type. The, the, the way that Jesus evangelized the disciples, I absolutely love. He's, he just said to them, come and see. Mm-hmm. Come and see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, great place. There. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love it. Good times. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I think that does it. Mm -hmm. Hearing no... uh, No objection. No objection. There's a motion on the floor. (laughs) Is there a second? Any new business? (laughs) Any old business? All right, well... uh, I call the question. Now, last time I I botched the closing because I didn't have anyone pray. Dana, would you like to pray us out today? I was going to volunteer Ryan because he forgot last time. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh. <laughs> All right. 
Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for this time, Lord. Thank you for thank you again for this ability to reach people in a way that um, just a couple of years ago we weren't reaching people. And uh, God, I thank you for atonement and the willingness to try different things and try new things to um, to spread the gospel and to get people to know you. Um, Lord, I I pray that uh, the ministries here would all continue to uh, to continue to point to you and uh, to to uh, share you with as many people as we possibly can. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. So I prayed you got to close now. All right, I guess that's a no. <laughs> Their services, uh, they're services, they're on time. Ryan, you never share your script, so how are we supposed to do the closing? It's all right here. <laughs> script. Okay, so we have services every Sunday live. We'll do it live. I heard that somewhere. Uh, nine o'clock, a tradition service. Ten thirty, a modern service. You can find them at atonementfargo.org, Atonement Live, or you on YouTube by searching Atonement Fargo. So for Sarah DeYoung, Dana Mashevsky, and Pastor DJ Laura, I'm Ryan Janke. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time for another riveting episode of that podcast. Kind of a Will Shatner thing going on. I changed it up. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs>